0: Previously, on Booze and Buffy. Nos drove. Nos drove. Buffy is like an independent woman. She don't need no man. She's just being like a girl fuck boy. A fuck girl.
1: I eat I, I dicks the way Cookie Monster eats cookies. <laughs>
0: I... I... <laughs> I'm Tyler and this is Harrison.
1: Welcome back to Booze and Buffy.
0: I don't understand the question and I won't respond to it. Here, we discuss each episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
1: (laughs) No spoilers, because Tyler has never seen the show before.
0: And Harrison is a bountiful cornucopia of audio recording skills and Buffy knowledge.
1: One of those sounded like an insult because I was having so much trouble with the audio. Yeah, I wrote it while you were struggling. (laughs) Uh, Tyler, tell me what episode are we watching today?
0: Um, we are watching season 2 episode 2 some assembly required this is the one where two science club nerds use body parts to create the perfect girlfriend for a teenager who has been brought back from the dead his brother it's basically Frankenstein um, yeah. I didn't really get that until like until the like kind of brother reveal later but um, yeah we we'll, we'll circle back to that one um
1: Some assembly required was written by Ty King and directed by Bruce Seth Bruce Seth Green. The episode originally aired on September
0: twenty second, nineteen ninety seven. Ooh. Alrighty. So here's my theme song. Oh. <laughs> Bruce and Buffy. Yeah. Will we see Buffy? What will we drink? Bourbon wine? What will we think? Look, 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 Buck, yeah. And Tyler hasn't. What folk have words? Will we learn that again? Slay. What folk have words? Will we learn that again? Yes. What is on the gay agenda for today? Outfits. What is on the gay agenda for today? Angel. It's
1: booze and Buffy. So Tyler, tell me what
0: you're drinking. I'm drinking our attempt at a mm. a hot toddy. Yeah. Which, to my knowledge, was just tea and booze, maybe a little lemon, some honey. It was just tea and booze. But evidently, it's more than that, so that's all we put on here. Yeah, we didn't want to go too much after. I used throat coat. What did you use?
1: I used lemon zinger.
0: That sounds like a German word. (laughs) Zinger.
1: Yeah, so we're we're drinking tea today, uh, but with bourbon in it. So we can stay on brand. Yeah. But I've not been feeling super great, so... And we're recording two today, so I was like, I don't want to get too heavily intoxicated. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, my toast. Here's to dead teenagers. Here's to digging up girls, chopping their bodies up into little pieces, and then sewing them back together. Oh. And... Here's to Frankenstein. Okay. Clink. We're too far away to think.
0: Go, go, Gadgeton.
1: Wouldn't <sighs> oh, that be cool? Mm, that's really good. Alright, so let's get into it. Wait, we Some assembly required.
0: So we start out... Um, it's kind of a slow starting episode. It's kind of quiet.
1: But yeah. oh, he's in the cemetery mm-hmm. uh, she's waiting for a vampire to rise mm. um and you know, yes, i wasn't
0: of... really like following what was happening
1: yeah she was waiting so presumably they don't really ever really go into this but buffy often knows like where a vampire is gonna like rise from the grave interesting so i guess she i mean presumably they're watching the obituaries and they are looking out for mysterious deaths and that Potentially, might be a vampire, mm-hmm. death. and then I guess she just goes and waits by the grave until they claw their way out. Um, but Angel, um, Angel, kind of sneaks up on her, and they they're a little snipey with one another. Angel's still a little pissy over Buffy's uh, sexy, sexy dance last week with uh, Mister Mister Harris.
0: Who, Xander. No, oh, they said his last name in this episode, and I was like, "Who?"
1: I think it's been said before, hasn't it? Eh. I don't know. Um, yeah, Cordelia says it. She's, She's like, like Xander Harris. And I was like, I think excuse did she call me? Him Xander, or does she actually say his full Alexander name? Does she say it? Call him Alexander? I can't remember. I
0: don't know, um, but either way, I had to like double take. I was like, "Who's she talking about?" <laughs>
1: oh, um, the angels jealous. Um, he they kind of argue a bit, and. He decides to leave, and Buffy follows and falls face first into an open grave. Um, And my first, like, I kind of forgot that that was a plot point. At first, I thought it was just, like, a joke, and, like, that was going to be, like, mm-hmm. we were going to, like, cut away. Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck just leaves an open grave in the middle of a cemetery? Mm. But then... As one Detroit. that's been robbed. Yeah, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is like the plot of this episode." It's like Burke and Hare, so...
0: murderer's extraordinaire. Um... Um,
1: Angel. One of the first things Angel says to Buffy is, "Are you here alone?" Which is such a like go-to like mm. jealous thing, or like, who are you with? Like, you're the bar. Like, who are you here with? Yeah. One? Okay, but it's not a bar. It's a. It's the cemetery. Um.
0: So, yeah, they're they have their little tiff. Um, then Buffy tried to follow him as he leaves, and she's like, Boom! And then it's actually like a you know, a body has been stolen, right?
1: So, the next day, Giles is practicing asking his calendar out (laughs) on a chair. Uh, it's not going well for him. It's uh, mm. I'd say no if he was if he tried his lines on me, I'd be like, no, thank you. But um, Buffy fills uh Giles in on what they what they found at the cemetery.
0: They think it might be voodoo. Probably, voodoo, probably zombies
1: or a demon that eats souls.
0: Or or I thought it was just. Eats the rest of the bodies is what.
1: It like eats the body to get. They're like soul we only got these
0: few body parts, and Willow's yeah. like it probably ate the rest of them.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: Uh, let's see. What else?
1: So Willow's signing up for the science fair. Right. That's where we meet Eric and Chris. Mm-hmm. Um. And Chris is kind of.
0: Chris is the the one with the unibrow. He,
1: no that's eric
0: eric is the so, one with the camera
1: yes yeah you're right you're right chris is the one with chris the camera. yeah i had their faces mixed up in my head it's all good um so chris is kind of still, daryl's brother like, daryl's brother yeah he's kind of quiet he's nerdy he's very much he's very, a lot like willow and eric is an immediate creep just yeah just taking pictures of all the girls Um, Mm -hmm. I thought Cordelia was going to rip that fucking camera out of his hands and smash it. (laughs) Um, and I wish she had, Mm -hmm. um, but that's where we meet the two of them and, uh, they're, we're tuned into the fact that they are up to something when, um, Eric says something along the lines of like, they're perfect. And then there's a, like, the music stinger is like... Duh, 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 duh. Okay. Um, so we find out that the girl who, um, whose grave had been robbed, had died in a car accident with two other girls, um, they go to... Um, they decide to investigate to see if the other girls are still in their graves. Because that will kind of help them narrow down what's going on. Cordelia comes in and she, she's like, I feel really bad. I'm really sad about this guy I liked who died. And no one's listening to her. Mm-hmm. He's like off in the corner being like self-pitying. And she's like, why isn't anyone listening? And Giles walks by and pats her like half-heartedly on the shoulder is like, they're there. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, they um, they go dig up the rest of the graves um they uh J- Xander and Giles are the ones digging because, as Buffy says, she was raised to believe that the men folk dig up the corpses <laughs> oh, and thought... the women have the babies. Uh,
0: that was a little odd. I was like,, uh, what's well, no. a joke? yeah. I just, like, I was like, where... I don't know. It just seemed... I don't know. Like, normally that's what Buffy doesn't stand for. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But... Nah. But that's the joke. I guess. It's
1: just sarcasm, because she doesn't want to dig a grave.
0: I'm trying to blame her, but...
1: Yeah, make the men do it. She's out there every night battling the forces of evil. <laughs> the least they can do is dig a grave up for her. Um, concurrently, though... Cordelia uh, is leaving cheerleading practice. And Angel, like, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's being weird and creepy. Yeah. And, like following her. And she thinks she's being chased. She hides in a dumpster. Which um, is funny as so. hell. very funny. Um. And there's an arm in the dumpster.
0: It's like a wrist, a hand. It's a
1: yeah, it's yeah, it's a hand. Although she says the refers to it as an arm. Which, I mean, semantics. Like...
0: Yeah. Well, I'm like... You're so, gonna remember an arm. You're not gonna You know, like, yeah. it's gonna exaggerate in your memory.
1: That's true. Because, like, yeah, it's going to me... Like, that image is... The course, spider like, was this
0: big. Like, you know, it's just...
1: Yeah. It was a whole arm attached to a person. Um. Mm-hmm. So... Based on the fact that now they know that the body parts have been dismembered, they abandon the zombie theory, they abandon the um, uh, the demon who eats body parts theory, um, so they're trying to figure out what, what this is, and they, um, they start looking through the lockers of all the science students who they think might have the know-how to you know, mm.
0: chop up a body. So, uh, is this when to start like looking through their lockers and shit like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and and uh, Giles is just like, he's like, I do not approve of this. Like, he, he's very like, she's like, cool. She just takes the note from him, like, start looking.
1: Yep. He has to, you know, he's a teacher there. He has to, or not a teacher. I guess he'd be in the administration. He has to, he has to cover his ass. Yeah. Um, who knows where. Principal Snyder's like lurking. Um, so they find, they go through, uh, I think it's Chris's locker where they find like a bunch of text, like anatomy textbooks. They've got like Gray's Anatomy and like basically instruction manuals on body parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, okay, why do they need all this information? And it's Buffy who finds in Eric's locker a creepy fucking. Hello, fire truck. Um,. Creepy fucking like diorama of girls.
0: Yeah, but that. they also find uh, the pictures of the girls that were dead. They find mm. the newspaper clipping You're also right. in there.
1: Yeah. Um, so they're starting to put it. Basically, they put it together that the two of them are building a girl from body parts. <laughs> um, that so. It it's a life-size Barbie. Know, what? It's a life-size Barbie. Uh, Do you remember those things? Yeah, they were creepy. Yeah. Um,
0: Especially, like, when you were at the exact same height as it, or, mm-hmm. like, thereabouts, it was just like, oh. Yeah.
1: We used, when I did um, Complete Works of Shakespeare bridged, we used uh-huh. one of those, bar- those, like, giant Barbie dolls as the corpse of Ophelia <laughs> during the Hamlet section. <laughs> it was really fun. Um, so... From there, though, we go to the lab, lab where they are um, working on their girl. They have everything they need except a head. Mm. Um, and Eric has... We find the, the reason he was taking the pictures earlier was... was to find a face. Uh, to find a head.
0: She was like, the yearbook, student, the yearbook weirdos right. don't come out until September. I don't know what she said. spring. Spring, yeah.
1: Um... Yeah, so basically, they're gonna cut off a head. It's gonna be Buffy, Willow, and Cordelia, um, and
0: the reveal of Daryl. Yeah, is in the scene, and that was the gag, right? Like it was, it was like, oh, there's some like reason, like they're not yeah. that. It's like humane. I don't
1: know. It's yeah. It's where we. I mean, it's where I read all the pieces, I think, fall together. Yeah. It's like okay, we find out they're building a girl, which I think you figured that. I actually wrote this down.
0: I figured it out whenever yeah. they were in the dumpster. Yeah. Some assembly required. I was like, oh, yeah, are, you, all the pieces. But I together. really got no, it. No pun intended. Yeah. But I like it clicked when I saw Daryl and they were talking like they said something about a brother or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was so just like, oh, he's doing this to like bride of Frankenstein.
1: Yeah, no, that's exactly it. It's a it is it's a hardcore Frankenstein reference mm-hmm. because that is the last the la- the latter half of the novel is uh. the creature orders Frankenstein to build him a, a companion, mm-hmm. a woman. Um and um so yeah, I mean that's it's not very subtle about where this plot has been uh, okay. derived from. Yeah. Um, so, um, and we, of course, had, had learned earlier that Daryl was a boy that Cordelia had had a relationship with before he died, which is why he picks mm. her
0: head. Yeah. Um, so then, Giles is trying to, like, work up the gut to Scott Miss Calendar. Journey. But she
1: does it first.
0: Yeah, but she almost doesn't. Like, she gets cut off by the bus, She's like, oh, I'm sorry, I gotta go, bye. And then, like, turns it around real quick.
1: Yeah. She's smooth. She mm-hmm. knows what she's doing.
0: Well, and it, that's kind of the joke, I guess, in this episode, right? Is, like, she's smooth. She knows what she's doing. And it's like, Giles doesn't. He and, like him a second. So, like, she'll commend him when he does, like, yeah. you mean it is a date? Like, she's like,
1: good, you caught that yeah. one. <laughs> she... She keeps, like, sliding these references in, and then, like, when he catches it, she's, like, very good. <laughs> um, but, so they have... Um, they have their dates that they're going to go to the football game.
0: Oh, but uh brain tissue decays at a higher rate, so they're probably going to murder someone.
1: Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. Um, and... You know that was actually that was one scene I thought was kind of interesting is Chris is like Chris does not want to kill anyone, he basically has mm. to be like bullied into it by Daryl and Eric. Mm. Um,
0: well, and the whole like mom thing is weird with Chris. Mm-hmm. Is like PTSD mom just yeah. like disassociating, She's totally
1: disaffected. Yeah, she just sits around smoking and watching old like Daryl's old football games. Yeah, um, weird. And, like, presumably does it so much. Because when she, like, when Bucky comes in, she can, like, recount everything that's about to happen on the screen. Yeah. So it seems like that's all she does. And we also don't hear anything about uh, his father. Mm. So, like, kind of seems like he's not in the picture. Well, so it kind of makes
0: seem makes it seem like perhaps the reason he brought Daryl back is for his mom. I think so. I mean, he says that it's because Daryl would do whatever for him, but... yeah. I feel like the implication is more like.
1: You know. Yeah. I, yeah. I, he's, this is a terribly unhappy kid who's had something traumatic happen to him and has clearly not had the resources to properly grieve mm. the loss of his brother. And then he's also got this creepy fucking friend who is pushing him to just do the worst things. It's, you know, I'm not, I don't want to excuse what, uh, what they do, it's awful. It's grotesque but I, you know I think they they do a good job of showing us how this seemingly decent guy got pushed into mm. this shit and then Eric's just a fucking creep.
0: Yeah. Um, so eventually it comes to the the game.
1: Yeah Buffy knows that um, they're gonna go after Cordelia when she breaks into the lab. So she hightails it to, um, uh, to, to the, to the school where she, um, she manages to rescue Cordelia the first, during the first kidnapping attempt. Mm -hmm. Um, and she just, Cordelia's so nonchalant about it, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, someone tried to kidnap her, but the fucking game has started. So they can't cheer without her. She's the apex of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. Which, <laughs> I, the apex is the point, right? She's, well, that would mean she's the one on top, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, they could do it without her, they just, their pyramid wouldn't have the point. Um. <laughs> so they go back to, uh, the house. Um. Chris Chris kind of explains the deal to Buffy. They go back to their house, but he's gone. Um, we find out he's gone to the school. He is watching um, Cordelia from Under the Bleachers. Uh, but we also see Creepy. him watching the football game and getting, like, really wistful. He gets some uh, sad music. Yeah. Um, but he kidnaps Cordy. Um, they take her to the lab. They're
0: going to behead her. She's blindfolded. And Willow and Xander crash the date.
1: They do. I really like that part. Um, it's really funny because when they come up, Jenny seems genuinely like happy to see them. And... Yeah, but Giles is just like, get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, but then once they kind of crash, that even Jenny's like, fuck this. Um, Giles
0: says something to the defective, like, oh, you can go investigate down on the field or something like that. <laughs> yeah.
1: They take his popcorn. Aww. Rude. Um, but, um... Fuck, I just lost my brain. Mm. Um, also, Jenny refers to football as America's pastime. <laughs> Famous for baseball. baseball, yeah. But you know, she's a techno
0: pagan. I'm surprised that she likes football. I'm also surprised what you said during the episode that in nowadays in real life, Jenny Calendar is like very like conservative and Christian, she, like the opposite of. I don't. Uh, she's yeah.
1: She's like a born again Christian. I don't really know much about like politically how like conservative she is. Right. I mean, there's I kind of group certain, all of them uh, together, but whatever. implication that can be gleaned from that, but you know I don't want to paint with too broad a brush
0: what, but but like born again
1: born agains
0: from techno pagan to like saved <laughs> wow uh i got a little postcard in the mail from the the church where i went when i was a child yeah and they're just like just checking in on where you're at and they had all these options i could check off it was like um uh i found another church or um yeah. Uh, uh I no longer go to any churches or um I would like you to know this blank and it was just like please take me off your register like, <laughs> like, I, don't, I haven't even sent it back yet I don't, that's hilarious. I don't care enough but um there's that
1: that's <laughs> so uncomfortable
0: yeah I haven't been there in like at least 10 years and the way the letter was worded was like every month I get a a list of people who haven't been coming, and I, I'd like to check in on them. And I'm like, I haven't been there for like ten years. Like, <laughs> that's too much. Just now.
1: Yeah, I I sometimes wonder like what because my dad still goes to the church that like we went to growing up. So I wonder if if they're ever like, how's Harrison doing? It's gay, it's Atheist. <laughs> Eight gays? Atheist. Oh. That's really gay. <laughs> Too gay. Uh, anyway. Um, Cordelia has a great moment after she's been kidnapped where they've got her blindfolded and she's like, please take the blindfold off. I promise I won't scream.
0: And then he finally and then does she... and he gets up in her face and she's like,
1: <laughs> It's a really good, like...
0: She tries to hold it in for a second.
1: Really, really good horror movie scream. Yeah. And she, like um i i deem charisma carpenter a screen queen Hmm. i i don't know if she's on the like official list oh um but the yeah that that was like a good slasher movie screen (laughs) um
0: oh and so they're kind of going back and forth and eventually like eric is eric's going in for the kill He's going to do it. Yeah,
1: no. He has no compunctions whatsoever. Like, dude's a fucking sociopath. At least Chris is, like...
0: Like, has some sort of, like, ethics about it, but, yeah. like, Eric has none.
1: Yeah. And Daryl, I mean, he's a reanimated corpse, so... Yeah. He's got his own issues.
0: Um, But, let's see... Been, so, okay, is the gasoline... The, I like, have, source of power? I
1: have no idea. Is I that... Why? Because they were
0: talking about, like, you would need so much energy Maybe. to blah, 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 like, you know, Frankenstein, like, lightning and all that shit. Yeah.
1: I guess it's just... I guess it's to power whatever machinery they're using. Okay. But it's... I mean, it's, it's deus ex gasoline. It's there for...
0: It's gonna to, destroy everybody. Yeah. Um, uh, the... And then eventually the whole place on fire because he was sterilizing the knife mm-hmm. on. Oh, Buffy bursts in. Yeah, and he was sterilizing the knife on the fire, yeah, and he said he says sterilizing uh, the knife uh, on sterile uh, enough for a state hospital. He's like
1: he, he says, um, sterile enough for government work. Government work, which okay. is a play on that. What was the phrase? It's like close enough for government work, government work or something. It, I don't know. There's there's an idiom that's like something enough for government work that basically just means it's. I don't want to say what it means because I can't remember what this specific idiom actually is, but I think it's, like, you know, you were um, close, but, like, are, are you Googling it? Yeah. That's smart. Because so I'm just talking out my ass.
0: Originated in World War II... When something was good enough for government work, it meant it could pass the most rigorous of standards. Mm. Over the years, it became become an ironic meaning that is now the primary sense, referring to poorly executed work.
1: Gotcha. Because government. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's a riff on that, that idiom. Let me say the word idiom again. Um, so yeah, So, Buffy arrives to, say, Cordelia, they bite, the fight, uh, the Bunsen burner gets knocked over...
0: It lights the gasoline. Which the gasoline has already been knocked over at this point. Yeah, so it's cold on the it's not floor. The in
1: the fire, check off gasoline.
0: Um, and let's see. the The fight scene between Daryl and Buffy is pretty fucking intense. It is. Like I was trying to look for like, uh, you know, stunt doubles and stuff like that, and like honestly, like I couldn't tell. Because it looked so good.
1: There's one moment where the Sun Devil like, looks up yeah. and you can see her face. Uh-oh. But otherwise, yeah, it's generally really good. It's just, it's a really, um, it's a brutal fight. Mm-hmm. I think part of that is because a lot of the fights we've seen so far with vampires and they're kind of acrobatic fights. Yeah. Um, he's just so much bigger than her. Yeah,
0: he's he's the running back. Yeah. Um, Which I don't know if that...
1: Something, running, I don't, I don't really know football
0: is that the biggest person i don't really know football i don't know football i
1: just like Willow. if you know football
0: (laughs) if you are like us and you know you you don't know football you're like willow you don't know football um you're probably a little bit lost as to like is a running back a big person and if if that's the case like if you know let us know like is the quarterback a bigger person? What about the running back or the, the what are what other football players are there? Has anybody ever watched football? That's it's, our call. It's
1: so boring. It's so boring. I, I don't
0: sorry. get that the clock, the, the time doesn't like God, it, just doesn't make sense to me. Um, so yeah, explain football to us this week because we really don't understand it. And as this show is set in a high school, I feel like we kind of need to know. Um, Like, what is a running back? Are they the biggest person on the field? Harrison, do you know any other, like, uh, football, like, players or positions? The kicker. (laughs) Uh, um, Nice. uh, Forward. Um, You're embarrassing yourself, sweetheart. uh, That's all I got. So, yeah, let us know. Tweet us at Booz and Buffy. And... Just, just the name of a football player or a or a position. <laughs>
1: just tweet the word football at us.
0: Yeah, um, uh, I mean, he
1: is a big guy though. So like, and I think he's like
0: what a what grown is. ass man. Like, let's be real. Like,
1: <laughs> We're all grown ass men, yeah, and women. Um, um, so yeah, the fight's kind of brutal. Like, it looks like, you know, I don't think there was. I never felt um, any danger that he would win the fight.
0: But I, oh. Like, uh daryl throws eric something at eric or throws eric and knocks him out yeah and then whenever um willow gets there they drag eric I away and i was like
1: no God, i wrote it down what did i, I say? wrote down what you said what did I say? It was good. don't save that motherfucker let him burn yeah. <laughs> you like shouted it at the screen it was really funny i was like come on um
0: <laughs> But then, basically, like it all comes to a head, and the monster realizes that the his the bride of Frankenstein is burning. Yeah. So he goes to burn with it. Yeah. And it's
1: Which is how not it? how Frankenstein. Oh, okay. Yeah. The book, know. anyway. Uh, we could get into all the different adaptations of Frankenstein, but I have very strong opinions about that, and I don't want to. I. Although this episode is running pretty short, so... Oh, uh, well,
0: we have some more things to say. Uh, so, let's yeah, see. So,
1: then we just kind of have the denouement where we are just... Denomal? Yeah. I call it the denouement because I never knew how to pronounce it when I was a kid. I
0: did, because I read a series of Unfortunate Events books, so... Uh, yeah. nice. That was one of the words that they explained. Yeah.
1: I just I really the liked... hotel de-
0: the hotel denimal. <laughs>
1: Uh the falling action if you will all uh-huh. um, oh, right the wrap up yeah so you know we've got the uh, the everyone's been rescued except for Daryl he's dead but we've got kind of the Buffy's talking to Chris fire, fire truck recovery moment here
0: take this like. Shiny blanket. Yep. I don't know if there's any shiny blankets. There far.
1: weren't, but there should have been. Yeah, that's, Although that's I think more, than... more of a modern yeah. thing. um There's a beautiful, beautiful. Oh, she... angel. Angel. Oh, um, he gets there. That's what I was saying. I was thinking, I, I meant beautiful in a like beautiful in a funny way. Yeah. Where Cordelia comes up to thank Xander, and she's. Mm-hmm very heartfelt. Like, it seems very sincere. Like yes, okay. I just, I don't well, know. Well, it's how right how as I
0: he's do. like, he is saying something to the effect of like,
1: everyone's it, pairing off, like, why, like,
0: yeah, like, he's like looking for someone, you know, like, he's like, why can't I? Yeah. I don't and, even know what he says. Um. But what he's saying, like, plays directly into her, like,
1: yeah, what can I do? I'll do anything. And he's like, can you leave us alone? agree <laughs> with Carpenter's, like, she plays that reaction so well. Mm -hmm. She has the moment where she's taken aback, like, and then just, like, this like, disbelief, like, eye roll as she walks away. It's it's a really good reaction (laughs) shot from her. Um, Um, And Xander's just like, I don't get it.
0: But the bit that I really liked at the end was whenever uh, Angel arrives and he's like, I heard there was a fire at the school. I I figured you were involved.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So this is now the second school building. Yeah, Buffy's burned down. Well, and I kind of one...
0: called that joke right before it happened too. I was you like, did. "Oh, another fire at the schoolhouse!" Whoop de do. At that... least
1: this one was like an abandoned like building.
0: Oh yeah, that I didn't yeah. get. Yeah. it was like the old wing, the that old they science wing,
1: which made me think of Mean Girls. Yeah, I remember when they're like, "Oh, it's the it's the old building," and there's not a building
0: there, okay. but um, so then they go. They leave together through the graveyard, and Angel's like, I'm jealous. And Buffy's like,
1: I don't love Xander. Because he's stupid.
0: Which is true.
1: He has a butt part. Um, and Jenny uh, tells Giles that they're going to go on a second date. Oh, right. And she has another one of those moments where she's like... Oh, you caught that. Yeah, she's like, "Um, you know, you're not supposed to... Go out out on the first date, because then you can't top it for the second date. And he's like, "Oh well, uh, I I do believe this was actually a, a very kind of a calm night in Sunnydale." So like, oh, did you say second? Harrison,
0: I thought we said we weren't gonna do funny accents on this episode.
1: It's the T. It's making me British. <laughs> um. So yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's some assembly required.
0: Um. Uh, yeah. So let's 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 circle back. Okay. Characters. What do we need to know?
1: Honestly, the only...
0: I like the moment where, um, where, like, Cordy is, like, convincing Angel to go take her back to her <laughs> yeah. house. And she, like, doesn't know he's a vampire yet. Which is, yeah. I guess, kind of important. Um.
1: But she is, she's playing it up. She's like, I'm still fragile. Yes, I'm, I'm so... Fra- <laughs> I need uh... you to take me home. I'll drive.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, let's see, what other so, character moments? Not, um.
1: I, I would say the biggest character development in this episode is, um, I mean, we get, we, there's a lot of really good interplay between all the characters, I think, uh-huh. but the most, like, actual forward momentum is Giles and Jenny's yeah. fate. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, I... Outside of the, their date, I think this is honestly a bit of you know as evidenced by how short this episode is so far, it's kind of a throwaway episode. Yeah. It's not bad. It's
0: we're just not getting a lot of like we're not getting any not, further in like the seasons plot.
1: Yeah. There's yeah, you could you could lose this episode and yeah. you don't lose any significant character moments other than some like some funny bits. Yeah. Um and and then the date between Jenny's and John. What
0: and about what about the theme? Don't. What Buffy says to Chris at the end when they're under the bleachers? She's right. like, "You can't just like give life and take it away." Yeah, I yeah. mean
1: it's the theme of Frankenstein. It's yeah. you can't play God. Yeah, you that's should, what I said basically, Frankenstein. Yeah, it's you know it it doesn't. It's, it's a very surface episode. Yeah. Um. Don't. Don't chop up girls. No. I'm I'm against it.
0: Um, music. There's not a lot of music, but there's one thing that's. And I was like, "Ew, that's disgusting!" And you were like, "What are you talking about?" Well, you were just clarifying. Like I needed
1: to clarify because so it's the so actually I'll let you lay out when
0: it, I when it. you first get to the lab. Um, my reaction was ew, disgusting, and you were like, "What do you think is disgusting? Is it that they're trapping up dead body parts, or that not he's nothing. singing?" Or that he's singing my girl and I was like, My girl, that's yeah. disgusting. It's so gross. <laughs>
1: but it's a you know, it's a good character beat um yeah. for that guy. Like I, we already know he's a creepy little fucking yeah. shit, but um it's just so callous. Yeah. Um yeah.
0: We get some more um like underscoring, more orchestral mm-hmm. stuff. Um you mentioned Daryl has some like sad little music under the bleachers. Um, but whenever Cordelia is being, like, chased by Angel unintentionally, I guess. Yeah. There's some, like, creepy fucking, like, hits and stabs and all of that. Uh
1: There's also some really, really, um... Um... Yes? Can help you bring Um, can you give us just a couple minutes? No. Thank you. Um... There's also a really, really lovely like musical theme that plays um, at the end between Buffy and Angel. Mm. Um, and it's not quite their love theme that we're gonna hear later um, on in the season, mm. but it's still nice.
0: <laughs> Is it, does it remotely resemble it at all?
1: At, at first, it kind of did, like the first bit of it, because I was, I, as we were, I was watching, I was like, "Oh, is this the episode where the Angel Buffy theme is first played?" But then as it got further, and I was like, "Oh no!" Hmm. So it kind of, it kind of starts off similar and then hmm. veers into something else. Where, it,
0: in general, takeaways?
1: I, I just think it's kind of an unmemorable episode. Yeah. I, I was kind of dreading going into it because I was like, ugh, this this episode is not very good," and I. I still, I enjoyed watching it more than I thought I was going to on this mm-hmm. Um, It has some good moments. I don't think it ever gets quite as bad as, like, some of those season one episodes. But I think it's a bit of a bummer coming off of such but the a The quality strong, is better, yeah. Yeah, such a strong premiere. Yeah. And going right into kind of an unforgettable... Or unforgettable. An unmemorable kind of throwaway episode. Yeah. Um,
0: Which, I mean, maybe that's kind of... They were like... Maybe they didn't think it was forgettable. They were like, Oh, it's I mean, Frankenstein, it's iconic, it's classic. Oh yeah. It's, you know, like that had to have been what they were thinking. Like yeah. But yeah, no, it didn't it's
1: one of the classics.
0: Doesn't translate. It doesn't
1: work. Uh, I also did not like the um uh, like the makeup work on Daryl. I oh, just didn't think it was very
0: good. Well and uh uh Chris has a unibrow. Yeah. <laughs> which I don't know, like maybe like he's nerdy or something. I don't know. Um but his unibrow kind of, like, disappears over the course of the episode. That first scene, he's just got, like, uplighting, and it's just like... <laughs> um, right in the middle of his forehead. Um, let's see. Giles doesn't get knocked out.
1: Stays reliably conscious. Um, Let's
0: see. Uh,
1: Do you have any 90s moments?
0: Yeah. Um, I'd say the worst was probably... Angel's tan coat? Yeah. I don't know what that's about. I, I, so I like... think I know what that whole scene's about. It's the coloring. It's the, it's the like, visual of it, right? Yeah. Because it's... it's all very muted. It's very, like, pale and pastel and, like, light purple and tan and gray. And it's, like, that's the color of this scene. And that's the only reason he's wearing that it's coat. It's
1: so weird. It doesn't look good. And it's just really... Angel wears black. Like, yeah. Or darker colors most of the time. It's just really strange to see him in something like that. Well,
0: but in this scene, uh, it's also, like, a lot of close-ups on, like, Buffy's face, and so you get to see her new haircut a little more, and it's got some cool lighting. So, like, it it, it was... That scene wasn't a total bust for me.
1: One yeah. um, 90s moment that, for me that wasn't, like, style-related, mm. but it was um when Cordelia's getting water, they have those little like... The Dixie post, cups? The, the, yeah, but they're like the cones <sighs> instead yeah. of the cup. And I just... I, I remember had this. those at the baseball field. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, fuck those things. Fuck mm-hmm. those. so hard. Like, why? What's the purpose of having a cup that you can't set down? Um, makes me mad.
0: Like I said, the, the fight scene was pretty good. I don't really notice the stunt double per se, but you said you might have noticed one. Uh, trivia.
1: Um, so this is less of a trivia and more of like the goof, I think.
0: Or like a I uh uh what's it called? Easter egg. No, I, I think know. a mistake. Okay.
1: <laughs> um so and maybe I misheard, um, but it sounded like the cheerleaders were singing go greenbacks go but we've it's been established that the mascot the razor razorbacks. razorbacks and we even see Jenny has like a little flag Thing, like a pennant that says yeah razorbacks so i you know i don't know it's not listed as a goof on like the puffy wiki so maybe i just misheard it but yeah. i was—I remember thinking like that's weird but yeah that's all i got
0: weird um yeah i think it's pretty concise episode are you ready for some gay vocab yes okay well do, uh, we do gay vocab
1: or gay agenda first uh, i don't think it matters but
0: gay vocab um so uh let's uh, I'll say the word, you have to guess it. Uh today's gay vocab is Sachet chanté. Okay. Let me say that again, I said it wrong. Today's gay vocab is Sachet chanté.
1: So Sachet is like leave. Right? It's like you like Sachet Away, so it's like a little prance. I don't know. Am I
0: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're 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 on the right track. Okay. Um so Shantae, you stay. Sachet away is basically it comes from uh it comes from, from drag culture and from like drag balls of the nineteen nineties, but um at the end of an episode of Drag Race, the two contestants are up for elimination. They have to lip sync for their life. And the winner makes it to the next round. At the end, RuPaul tells the winner, Shantae, you stay, and tells the loser, Sashay away. The terms have their roots in drag culture from the 1990s, um, and it was also featured in RuPaul's hit song, Supermodel of the World. Uh, It has some, Sashay obviously has some like connotations with like dance culture. Mm -hmm. It's usually like a forward, like skip kind of prance um but then in this in this usage, it's generally like to go away to leave okay. to go backwards um so um uh, and then uh chante is it's supposed to be like maybe like enchanté or uh maybe some other french words but um uh, yeah so any ideas where you might say one of these um will they uh,
1: they're there
0: you know, a packaged item, right? Okay, like I so use them to go. To... Yeah, kind of. I'm gonna use. Can you find either of them?
1: I would say like when, hmm, like Daryl and Chris and Eric, they tell the heads of the dead girls Sasha way. Okay. And they tell Cordelia's head, I'll take you stay. Um, Does
0: that work? That no, like, <laughs> I was thinking about using some different vocab for that uh, part of the episode, <laughs> um, but the one I'm thinking of is as the end, as Daryl walks back into flames. I was actually thinking that too. Yeah, like um, sashay away. But then I thought of my head thing, and I
1: was like, I like that. Yeah,
0: thing. if if I were to put some vocab with that moment, I'm gonna go ahead and use one of the other ones. Um, and it's uh, it's fuck twofer. Yeah, it's a uh, um, fuck my drag right. So it's, like, if somebody's kind of, like, maybe discounting themselves, Mm -hmm. or, like, they get a criticism, but, like, then what does that make you? Right? Like, so, like, fuck me, right? Fuck my drag, right? So in that moment, you would say, like, Buffy Mm -hmm. might say that as they were choosing heads to (laughs) sever. Fuck my drag, right? Or fuck my head, right? Oh that doesn't work. Yeah, I'm going to say that.
1: God, what is up with skull fucking?
0: Whoa you okay
1: uh so what's your gay agenda
0: um my gay agenda oh um whenever they're leaving cheer rehearsal before cordelia gets Mm -hmm. um stalked by angel yeah uh she has some bit and she's like if we don't get this by tomorrow our cheers won't be able to lead anybody or something like that and i was just like God, is like the one of the most like just like conceited cordelia moments and I, I was I was here for it
1: um I had a moment it's 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 a bit of a stretch um yeah. but there's a bit where it's more just my favorite um, moment that's fair um there's a bit where um when they come into the library and Angel and Cordelia are there and there's a like an Angel Buffy Angel Cordelia and I wanted someone to be like Rocky. <laughs> um, was it very much? I was like in my head. I went to Rocky Horror Picture Show, but of course, this is also kind of a Rocky Yay, Horror Picture Show party line
0: um, reference. Yeah. So maybe um, that is the gayest thing about this. You're right.
1: They, they do. I mean, they don't build a man. They just
0: think, seven days
1: um, <laughs> And make you a man. Um, they. It seems like he yeah. is just him. His body that they've reanimated. Yeah. Um and then they're sewing together the girls, but yeah.
0: Yeah, that's weird.
1: Um cool. So what shall we make some predictions?
0: My prediction is that there's gonna be more tropes on classic literature, so a werewolf or a I don't know, a fucking like vampire. a a, a Dracula. A Dracula. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, so would you like to know the next episode's name? Sure, it's called School Hard.
0: Is that really what it's called? Yes, okay. I thought it was like School of Hard Knocks or something. Nope,
1: it's called School Hard.
0: This is like, like, like an idiot speaking. Like,
1: sc- <laughs> school
0: hard
1: is that your prediction?
0: Yeah, I was like, somebody gonna get like, like, stupefied. Maybe like maybe like Willow like turns dumb or something okay. like brainwashing. Yeah, you know, that's all I got.
1: Okay. All right. So before we get out of here, anything else?
0: Uh, what?
1: We're just seeing if you had anything else to say. No, I'm good. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us on Booze and Buffy. We're going to be back next week with School Hard.
0: All You can find me on all of my social media at TGDipold.
1: And I'm Harrison. You can find me on Instagram at Harrison Alexander Kaufman and on Twitter at Harrison Kaufman.
0: You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Booze and Buffy. Or you can email us at boozandbuffy at gmail.com.
1: Uh, each week, we like to give a shout out to a worthy charity or nonprofit. This week, we want to highlight Global Fund for Women. Global Fund for Women is a global champion for the human rights of women and girls. They use their powerful networks to find, fund, and amplify the courageous work of women who are building social movements and challenging the status quo. By shining a spotlight on critical issues, they rally communities of advocates who take action and invest money to empower women. Please visit GlobalFundForWomen.org for more information.
0: You can find us on YouTube, where Harrison will release a short video that I know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll talk about... I mean, I, he could really talk about anything. He'll probably give you like a podcast demo on like how to record some audio. <laughs> Don't forget to re- rate and review us on iTunes.
1: Yes, and subscribe. Cool. All right. As always... Go slay and be game.